Hey everyone, live from 36B, this is Hal, and this is, oh wait, it's just Hal today, because this is a solo review cast, and today I'm going to be reviewing Alita Battle Angel, uh, 30 second quick take on it, it was great, just kidding, it was bad, just kidding, it was somewhere in the middle, great graphics, great CGI, um, other than that, plot was way too long, save your money, wait for it to come out on Netflix, that's my take. It's review cast. Just kidding. Zell's right here sitting right across from me. And this is episode four. Congrats, guys. We made it four episodes in. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. All right. And today, we're going to be reviewing Punisher season two, just as we promised last week. Uh, before we start Punisher season two, you know, as always, we got to do our first segment. What's been on our minds? All right, Zell. What's been on your mind? So, uh, last time we didn't get a chance to kind of talk about what we thought about the Grammys. So, um, yeah, I thought the Grammys was cool. It wasn't like the best Grammys I ever saw, but it wasn't the worst Grammys I ever saw. It was just, you know, it was, it was cool. Uh, I think, um, like how I mentioned last week, uh, Alicia Keys did a great job hosting. Um, and the performances were, 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 were pretty, were pretty decent. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really all I got on it. What, what did you think? Uh, I thought the Grammys were really long. I don't like how they didn't show a lot of the awards. They just cut yeah. the commercial. Uh-huh. Speaking of cutting the commercial, shout out to Drake, who, oh, yeah, you know, Drake kept it real yeah. at the Grammys, saying, you know, we really don't need this award to validate who you are. Very true. So, you know, uh, speaking nothing but factual evidence. <laughs> exactly. And I know, like, some of, some of the, you know, the, the winners we picked were, were a little off. But I think, at least I know for sure, we picked, everybody that we picked, at least... Yeah, yeah, I think most of the people that we picked at least won one time. Yeah, so. you know, her, she at least her, won yeah, newcomer of the year. Uh, I know Childish won. Um, yeah, Drake won. Yeah. Which is a surprise to me, honestly. What? The Drake won. Really? You didn't think Drake was going to win? No, I didn't think he was going to win. Because I feel like they never really. I don't, it's... People say he's like the Leo of the Academy. I mean, of the Grammys. Yeah, but. Maybe a little bit. Or maybe J. Cole's more of the Leo. Yeah, J. Cole's definitely more of the Leo. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll give him his due. Don't worry. Yeah, it's cool. Um, this year's going to be hard for the haters. Drink it. One thing I got to say about the Grammys was, yeah, it was very long. It was a lot of performances. And some of the performances were just all right. Yeah. But I think some one of, the, of my, yeah. my favorite was probably uh, Dan and Shay. They had a great performance. Yo, Dan and Shay killed it. You liked it? Yes. Them boys were singing like yeah, it was they a church were. or something. Yeah, so Dan and Shay, you know, they always come with the, with the good vocals. Check this out. If I was in church, right? And like Dan and Shay was singing, and that's when they started passing around the offering plate. <laughs> I'm definitely putting some money in there just because two dollars. They, they they bodied that thing, but um yeah actually I think they had one of the best performances of the night. They did. Honest. They had a great performance because like else? it was just basically straight vocals. Who else had a good performance? Um oh by the way I thought the Dolly Parton one was too long personally. Yeah, no offense to her. Yeah, I no mean, offense to it was, her. It was just too long. It was just too long. Um. And they do a lot of like these tributes now. Yeah, right? that don't really like the hot chili peppers and post that one. That was I didn't understand that one either. Yeah, that was a weird ma- match that we yeah, really had. And like like Post's part was good, then the hot chili peppers come on. I didn't really understand what they were saying, to be honest. <laughs> and what and his fashion choice was Yeah. It was all over the place. I don't know. But shout out to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they legends out here still. But. Shout out to Post Malone, he's the real legend though. Um, alright. Anything else for uh Grammys? Uh no. That's okay. about it. 
Anything else that we didn't catch up on lately? Oh, All-Star Weekend. What did you think of All-Star Weekend? Oh, yeah. All-Star Weekend was last weekend. Um, as always, underwhelming. You know, so much hype. Uh-huh. Nothing really produced. Slam dunk contest. Nothing great. Um, but the only thing that was great was part the game was pretty. The fun. game was fire, I think. Yeah, and then of course the halftime show. J Cole. J Cole with his own it. concert. You know, yeah. he decided to have a concert in the middle of All Star Weekend. Honestly, I feel like it was really Cole's weekend. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Dreamville weekend, Dreamville takeover. It was a cold weekend. Exactly, it all really was too. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I really I like the the Dennis Smith Jr. dunk with Cole. Yeah, and that would have been crazy if Cole actually dunked it. That would have been wild. Um. And, uh, and, yeah, the game. I thought the, that was probably the best All-Star game I've seen how'd so you, far. How did you feel about Meek's performance in the beginning? I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was straight, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, the, the, and I think the dope thing about Cole's performance was the fact that, you know, it was a halftime performance, but he made it, he turned it into, like, a, a J. Cole performance. Yeah. So it made you feel like you were actually at his shows. Because me and Howe, we've seen them before, and it really felt like a J. Cole yeah. show. So I thought I thought that was pretty dope. He turned into like an intimate setting for all the dream villains out there. Even though we weren't there. Yeah. We almost were there, but they didn't pick us unfortunately. But we weren't. So we were at home watching so, it. So we were there in spirit. Alright. Anything else? Uh nah, that's it. Um oh and look out for I think J. Cole's gonna drop Revenge of the Dreamers three pretty soon. So. Well if he does, we will review it. We would that that'll be the whole show. Because that's what we do. <laughs> exactly. Because we are review cast. All right, let's jump right into it. So, season two of Punisher. Um, I hope you guys listening. I hope you guys watched season one. It was a great season. So, if you guys didn't watch season one and you haven't seen this one, still listen to us because we're not going to give too much away. We're going to give a brief synopsis of it and just talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, the Marvel Netflix Universe. Yeah. And That is no more, unfortunately. Yeah, the news just came out yesterday that they canceled uh, Punisher and Jessica Jones season three. So that's all of them. That means Thanos will snap, wiped out all of them. <laughs> snap your fingers. All right. <laughs> so uh, give you guys a quick rundown of what Punisher Season 2 is about. Basically, Frank Castle, the Punisher himself, um, he's been living a quiet life on the road. He's um, out of New York City where he was last season. Um, last season, everything wrapped up. And now it's now he's out on the road looking to find himself. Um, he He comes between this young girl... And these people that are trying to kill her, and he he decides to jump right back into it. You know, for him, he's the Punisher. And, and this season, we you kind of see, like, if he wants to embrace that Punisher role, if he wants just to live a quiet life. And being, helping her out, she's she has this mystery about her. She doesn't want to say what she's holding on to, but we come find out she's hiding the secret of these two wealthy senators, families, and... Um, basically he has these exposing pictures of him with another man and he's trying to run for center. So, you know, that's... And his family's like conservative Christians. And they're, yeah, conservative Christians. So that's a no-go on that part. Yeah. And then meanwhile, um, season one villain, Jigsaw, Billy Russo returns. He's the Punisher's best, former best friend. Mm-hmm. He basically helps set up uh, the murder of... Of his, Castle's family. Of Castle's family. So he's back, but he lost his memory because Frank kind of messed him up in season one. Banged his head against the... And now he's trying to put the pieces together. He doesn't know what's going on. So in this season, he's trying to figure out um, who Frank is and why he keeps seeing this Punisher logo everywhere. Because mm-hmm. he still thinks in the beginning of the season, he still thinks that him and Frank are like best of friends. Yeah. And that's pretty much season two. Um, yeah, Zell, what did you think of it? 
I thought it was good. Like, I felt like it was it was gonna be hard for it to top the the uh, the first season. Yeah. Um, because just like the first season was just really just that great. Um, but I thought it came in a a, a good second. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like it was a good second season. It wasn't better to me than the first season, but I thought it was good for a second season. Um, and I thought it did what it was supposed to do. It like held on to my attention and it had like a, a really good storyline I thought and um it had really great action and uh I, I like the dynamic of Castle uh feeling like he he was important again. As okay. far as like to like to like you know, that family dynamic basically. Yeah, because kinda, he lost his kinda, family, yeah, so he, he doesn't really family. he doesn't have anything to live for anymore. So that's exactly. why in the beginning he was just traveling around going from place to place. Mm-hmm. He doesn't feel like he's needed. Exactly, exactly. It kind of, it definitely was like to me like um, the series version of of Logan. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's true. You know, this older man helping this younger girl out, mm-hmm. and that aspect, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I liked it. it. I liked it. Um, I thought it was as, at times just like most Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. It's on too Netflix. It, it is too drawn out. Like they have what thirteen episodes? Yeah, it could have been ten. It could have been ten because a lot of the in between is just slow. It's like going back to some character development. Yeah, and I thought they could have did better by just getting rid of those. Um, and I don't. I like the fact that I like how it started out. It was not in New York because all yeah. of the Marvel shows are in New York. Yeah. So I thought they weren't going to be in New so York. So change the scenery was. Nice. It was a good change of scenery, but then they brought them right back to New York. So yeah. it's just like, oh, you thought. Um, but it was good. Uh, one of my favorite characters on the show, actually, this season was um, John Pilgrim. Oh, okay. So he he's basically a hire. He's a Christian for hire um, from man. from the rich family yeah. to kill the girl mm-hmm. and take care of Frank. And what I like about him is like he, they show his backstory. You know, his wife was like dying of cancer, and yeah. he has these two kids. Mm-hmm. And he used to be in New York. He used to be in his gang. Yeah, I want to say it was like a. A skinhead game. Yeah, it was like a racist type. Yeah, it was like a... So you could see, like, he had those tattoos that he got erased. Mm-hmm. So with him, you can see, like, he's kind of caught in between doing yeah. what's right for his family. At the same time, you know, helping make sure his wife gets the care that she needs exactly. from these rich people. So they're kind of using him. And between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, he he was. And what I like about his character is he's a total badass. Yeah, he is. And this scene in the show, he gets into this fight, and he is... This was the most brutal scene in a while. Yeah. And he just goes toe-to-toe with all these guys in his former gang. And it was they leave. It was, oh my goodness. And the scene how they shot it was amazing. He was yeah. removing the scars. He was removing, like, the teeth from his head. Yeah, was He crazy. was stitching himself up. And they were showing how he got these scars from that fight. It was brutal. And that's what I like about this season. It was yeah. brutal. It yeah, was it was bloody. brutal. It was, like, some scenes were hard to watch. Yeah, it was. I'm not going to lie. And the last, yeah, with him and Punisher actually eventually fight. And that was a brutal fight, too. Yeah. It's like these two guys who have nothing. It just looks like lose. two guys have nothing to lose. And they just exactly. keep going at it. Yeah. Um, well, what did you what did you think about uh, the whole Billy Russo uh, storyline, like with the psychiatrist and all of that? Okay, so in the season, Billy Russo, he is helped out by the psychiatrist who has her own past trauma. Yeah. And they kind of fall in love. And she's trying to help him out. I don't know. To be honest, this is what I think. I think I don't think Billy should have been in this season. You don't think so? I guess I think they had a good thing going with this whole Christian, these rich people, uh-huh. and that whole scandal uh-huh. with the girl. I think they had enough. They uh-huh. didn't need to drag Billy Russo into this. So you think they should have just stuck like, to one point, one bad guy? So you think they should have just kind of like what they did with uh, with Daredevil season two, 
kind of like took the main villain out of it. Yeah. And then brought him back third season. Yeah. I think they should have done that with Billy Russo. But you know, they probably did. They probably brought Billy Russo back this season because they knew that was going to get canceled. That's for the big true. play for you know the Disney streaming platform. That's true. So I mean, what did you think? What did you think of that? Did you like having Billy Russo on there? Because I know you're yeah, a fan of Billy. I like Russo. Billy Russo. Um, you know, aka Prince Caspian. <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah, I I thought I liked them. Um, I but I, I feel what you were saying though. It was kind of a lot going on. Yeah. Um, but I think they did a, a good job of kind of like balancing it all out. Um, I was kind of thinking from the previews though that Billy Russo and John Pilgrim were going to team up to, okay. to kill. The, like yeah. I thought John Pilgrim was going to hire Billy Russo to kill Punisher. I thought that was going to happen, but that never happened. So I guess I, I kind of was waiting for that, and that never happened. So that was maybe like a little bit of a letdown. But then again, maybe that would have been like too like comic booky. I don't know. Yeah, and then I felt like yeah because there was no really like a culmination between Billy and Frank this season. At the end, yes, well, spoiler alert, Frank does shoot Billy and kills yeah. him. Which was, I was shocked. I didn't think he was going to, I didn't think they were going to kill Billy off this soon. Yeah, so, well, and he had nothing left to live for, honestly, because. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Billy was basically dead. Yeah, he was basically dead because he had fought uh, the agent in the show, Madonna. Yeah, he got messed. She's like the FBI agent that helps Frank out. And who? Um, who they used to sleep they together. They used to sleep together. So yeah. she had scars from that from the first season, mm-hmm. and he actually shot her in the end of the first season. Exactly. So this season was also kind of her revenge point. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I think they had it. It's like they had Billy, so just for her character's sake. Uh-huh. But I think they could have done away with her character and his character. They didn't have to show mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because there really was no motive for her either. There was no motive. Much, yeah. yeah, that's why I think it was like thirteen episodes. That's why it was dragged out because it was thirteen episodes, and they had to fit all that into thirteen episodes. Yeah, and I think. They could have made it like 10 episodes with just the Punisher. Just the Pilgrim storyline. And then the John Pilgrim story. I okay. think that would have worked. Yeah, no, because, cause, yeah, I like that whole dynamic. And then, in that case, they wouldn't have to go back to uh, New York. Exactly. They could have took this show on the road. Yeah, exactly. Um, which would have been kind of kind of interesting. But uh, what, what did you think about the girl? The um, the, the young girl that, that Castle was protecting? Was um, I think her name was Krista. Yeah. Yeah. So she's played by the the friend from Thirteen Reasons. Yeah. Thirteen yeah. Reasons Why. Yeah. She signed that Netflix deal. Oh uh, yeah, the bundle. <laughs> the bundle. <laughs> um, I I thought she was okay. Uh-huh. Uh At point at some point she got a little annoying because yeah, she was she, did. she was like trying to be the sidekick. Yeah. And thinking she could you know like, handle her own. Uh-huh. And this and that, but she, yeah, I thought she was kind of like a. I don't want to say like an anchor tying him down, but she was kind of that you know. Yeah, like, at times. Yeah. You know he like. He had to keep constantly rescuing her. She yeah. kept putting herself into situations she where... She was a kid, basically. She was a kid. She did what kids do. They kind of be annoying sometimes. And she almost shot Curtis. Yes, which is crazy. By the way, they got to stop beating up poor Curtis. The man only has one leg. Oh, yeah. So Curtis Come on. is Frank's friend from the war. <laughs> they get whooped. And he lost a leg during the, the war. In season one, some guy beat him up with his own leg. And uh, Billy messed him up pretty bad. Exactly. And this season, he kept getting beat up. That's what I'm saying. Like they gotta stop. And he, <laughs> he's such a, he's a good friend. Man. He is a good friend. He's a good friend. Oh, what did you think about that whole scene when uh, they basically uh, tried to frame uh, Frank with the shooting in uh, Billy's warehouse? Oh, that was crazy. Cause, cause I remember we were watching it, and you thought he did it. I yeah, didn't think yeah, he yeah. did it. So back a little quick. So Billy set Frank up thinking that uh, he shot these innocent girls while he was trying to go after Billy himself. 
And then for Frank, he's like, wow, I can't believe I did this. Yeah. And then, you know, Frank kills a lot of people. Yeah. So you can kind of see, like, his moral is, like, he kills people, but only if they've done something wrong. Yeah, he feels like they deserve it. He won't kill innocent people. Yeah. So when he found out that he killed these three girls, he was about to give it up. He said, I'll just go to jail. They can kill me. I don't even care. Yeah. So I like that, like, how they kind of touch on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. How Frank, you know, his his moral compass is, I'm only killing people that... He feels that are worth, exactly. Yeah, that are worth killing. Mm-hmm. So it was that, smart Bill to like try to get into his psyche by thinking that um, he did that so he yeah. has nothing to live for. Exactly. No, I thought that was that was a that was a good um moment in the series too. And you know, of course, da, 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 Karen Page comes to the rescue. Karen Page from Daredevil. So I thought see that's something I like, I don't know why. You thought she was unnecessary? She was unnecessary. They brought her in for one episode mm-hmm. and they kinda explored this whole thing with like, oh, are we not gonna get together? Because they have this kind of chemistry. They do. But then you notice it's like they don't because she just disappears after that one episode. Yeah. She comes in when she, when she's needed. Yeah. But well, I don't know, it's it was super random. It was for her to have like a little guest appearance on the show mm-hmm. for one episode too. Do you think the um the chief from Daredevil, the police officer, do you think he was necessary this season? Or you think they could do without him? Brett Mahoney? Yeah, Brett Mahoney. Uh, Mahoney, I think he was necessary because he uh-huh. showed up a couple of episodes. Yeah. He was there basically to make sure Medina didn't do too much. Yeah. Because she was going overboard. She was. So he was there to make sure everything was right because he wanted to do what's necessary. You know, he doesn't know, know if Frank's a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah, because he knows him from season two of Daredevil when yeah. he was doing And the news. So he's just, he's just there to make sure. He's just there to do his job. Yeah, he's there to make sure things don't get out of hand. You know, he's the police chief. He has no back. He has no like ulterior motives or anything. You know, exactly. he's there to do his job. Yeah, and he's there to you know you know keep on collecting checks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been in uh, what Daredevil one, two, three. Yeah, this one. This one. Uh, what about uh, Turk? Turk was in Turk. Oh yeah, Turk's here, in he, everything. He's in everything. He had to be in this one he just had to, to make just his, to fill out his uh, required. Cameo. Poor Turk. He uh he's not gonna be in. He's he's out of a job now. Like I said, bro, Disney streaming services is coming. Okay, so all right, let's wrap this. What would you give season two of Daredevil? I mean, sorry, not Daredevil of uh, Punisher? Punisher. What would you give it? I would give it a first thing that came to my mind was a four and a half. A four and a half out, out of five. Out of five. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would give it. We watched it all one day too. Yeah, yeah, we did. That's what we do though. That was a lot of Punisher in one day. It was. It went by pretty fast. It, it did go by fast. Uh, I will give it, yeah, I will give it a three and a half out of five, just because yeah. it was so long. Yeah, yeah, Because we started, what, like, beginning of the day? In the morning, and then we, we finished, like, and it was like, early evening. Oh, um, yeah, it was a lot. Wait, so what, what would you have given, uh, season one? I'll give it a four. Four? I like out this five? one a little better, because... Okay. Oh, you like this season a little better? No, I like the first, oh, first season, one. Yeah, thinking too. back, because everything was necessary. Yeah. There was unwanted, like, there wasn't, like, any unnecessary episodes they needed to do. This one, I feel like it was a lot of fillers. It was a little mystery, too. Yeah. At least for me, because I didn't know who Billy Russo was. Yeah, and I liked it. So, this season was good. It was still a good season, though. Mm-hmm. It's still better than most of the Netflix shows. Yeah. That, uh, well, Marvel I haven't seen... I've only seen the good ones. Okay, so we're going to talk about that now. So, now you said that... Um, so, you think Disney... Yeah. Cancel all these shows so they can put it on their own stream service? Yeah, because it's all about ownership, man. It's all about... They, they, they realize that their products have value, and... Nowadays, it's all about like keeping the value with 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 you. But don't don't selling it out to other people. But here's the thing, though. I think they're gonna keep they're gonna keep these shows on. I think what I heard is they're gonna keep these shows on on Netflix. So they're not gonna. They're probably gonna keep the old uh, seasons, but the new seasons probably gonna be on Disney. But they're not gonna make a new season of Luke Cage and like Iron Fist. I don't know. Maybe I don't know nothing about them because I don't. Because they got terrible reviews. 
Yeah, I mean, and to be honest, they were terrible. I wouldn't put my money on that. I mean, I'm gonna be real. Like, I seen like a little bit of Luke Cage, and I'm sorry, that wasn't it, Chief. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know, cause I just feel like it's hard to translate to now because that's a black exploitative uh, like comic book, and that just, it just sounds like the language and stuff sounds like. You think it just doesn't match. It just doesn't match to today, like. Because they were basically doing caricatures of black people back then. Okay. Now, it's like, nah, Chief, that, that ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> you know? But the show, like, I remember okay. season one, they did a lot of, you know, this whole Black Lives Matter stuff. They try to do the most, you know, they try to okay. show the social injustice. Well, see, I didn't I ain't see that. Okay. Because I remember, I know you told me, like, season, the first half of season one was good. They it had Mahershala Ali. Mm-hmm. And then they did something dumb by they killing Mahershala I guess they didn't have much money to pay for him. Exactly. But anytime, let me tell you, anytime they kill a good... Actor off because they had no money. Same thing what they did in Bird Box with uh, old girl, um, the one that was in Glass. What was her name? You remember her name? I'm playing on now. Sorry. Yeah, but her, you know, uh, Sandra Bullock's uh, sister that was in Bird Box. Yeah, yeah. She's popping right now. They oh Sarah Posey. They had to kill her Sarah off. Sarah Posey. Oh Posey. <laughs> they had to kill her off because they couldn't afford her. That's true, but they could afford Sandra Bullock. Yeah. They could afford John Malkovich. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't afford Machine Gun Kelly though. Nah. They couldn't afford Alita. <laughs> Cause that's a good episode. Oh yeah, Lita, yeah. Um, <laughs> she wasn't there. Who else was in the show? Uh, okay, so yeah. Uh, what would you rank this season then among the sh- Marvel shows? That among the ones that I've seen. The ones that you see. All right, so let let me just do a quick review of the ones I've seen. So, I would first I would put uh, Daredevil season three. Still number one. Yeah, number one. Then I would put Punisher season one. Okay. And then I will put uh, Daredevil season one. No, season two. Okay. And then I'll put Daredevil one season one. And then I'll put uh, Punisher season two. Wow, so you rate this Punisher season two as the last one? Yeah, but I really, I mean, all, 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 all of them are really good, though. But you'll put this one last among all of them? Yeah. You'll put... Oh, man. Wow, that's crazy. I will put this over... I will agree with you on that, I think, but I will put this one over Daredevil Season 2. Okay, I really like Daredevil Season 2. But I know people thought the same thing like what you were talking about with their, uh, Punisher Season 2 with the fact that they were doing a lot. Yeah, they were doing too much. They were doing a lot, yeah. Um, so both both Season 2s, they were doing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, like you said, let's talk about this whole Disney thing. Uh-huh. So you really think Disney is going to have a streaming service where they're going to show Punisher... Where he goes and just smacks someone in the face and blood Yo. just comes out. You think Disney's going to have that? I don't know if you remember this, but I remember when I was a kid and Pirates of the Caribbean came out. And people were like, oh my God, PG-13. But Disney. Pirates of the Caribbean wasn't like this. This is I mean, it wasn't. R. It wasn't. This is a hard R. It wasn't. But I'm just saying, like, with, with like times are changing. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Like... I'm not gonna let my seven year old watch. Like, I mean, but see, that's the thing. You door could, to explore and then go watch Punisher. You could, you could see Punisher like they could put that in another section where you gotta have like permission. Oh, to what's, watch. The se- what's the section? What's that section? Like called? Marvel or like Disney After Dark or something. Disney like After that. Dark. You know, like. Hey, Disney, don't steal that idea. We got that first. Disney Copyrighted. After Dark. You know, uh, so I think I don't know. I think they're gonna do that. Like, I mean. I mean, I don't know. I mean, kids probably see worse on the internet these days. Let's be honest. That's true. But still. You like, people people think their kids are so innocent. Kids be knowing a lot of stuff now. That's true, but that's not on Disney to, like, assume that. That's they true. They still have to have that parental guide. 
But in that case, why did Disney even even buy Marvel? They knew Marvel was going to be different. Because they bought Marvel. it for Avengers. Exactly. But, they didn't buy it for Punisher. I mean, with that comes all these other Marvel things. But see, I remember people were even saying that whole thing about, you know, with the Disney and Fox thing. Mm-hmm. And Disney was saying that they're not going to change Daredevil. So that just shows you right there, if it works, Disney will leave it alone. Yeah, that's true. So, but and that's another thing is, is like if it's these, making money. But here's the thing: these shows they're technically in the Marvel Cinematic Universe too, so they're in the same world as Thor and Iron Man, all that stuff. That's true. But this is so much more realist uh-huh. and bloody and like grittier. I mean, I just, I mean, just look at like Avengers Infinity War. That was a lot darker, and I'm pretty sure Endgame but, is gonna be way darker than that. But it's darker in tone, but not darker in reality. Dark. Like be. this is like dark as in like. Punch someone in the face, blood, teeth comes out. That one, you know, like blasters and like pew, pew, pew. Like they show people dying. Pew, pew, pew. But they just go into dust. <laughs> That's and, true. And you know? That's true. Not like a hole in their guts from like a gunshot room. Like imagine Peter Parker getting shot by the Punisher. They're in the same, technically they're in the same place. I bet you, I bet you the little boys would be like, oh, that's lit. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how Disney, I think they're just going to cancel it. They're probably just not going to do another season. They're just going to leave it as is. And go with different shows. I think they're going to do different shows, I think. They're supposed to do, like, a... I heard they're supposed to do, like, a Loki show on there. Yeah, they're supposed to do some Star Wars shows. Yeah, so they're not going to... They have so much they can do. They're not going to just... All right. We'll see. We'll see. But you know what's crazy? They shot Jessica Jones season three already. Oh, yeah. I heard that's still coming on Netflix, I think. I think they can't. They canceled it. I heard that's still coming, though. But they canceled it, so they're not doing it. I'm not sure. I don't know. And I can't imagine Jessica Jones going over to, like, oh, yeah, Disney be, streaming service. Because that stuff is... It's dark too, and it's like psychologically dark. Uh-huh. So I don't know if they could do that. Okay. All right. So. We'll see if uh, Disney stays on brand or if they get with the new, the new wave out here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They have a lot of properties. Yeah, they do. They like, they 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 can do with it. I mean, honestly, you know, they honestly can do whatever they want, man. Disney has been on top before we were born, and they will continue to be after we die. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> I'm serious. Like Disney, Disney's just that household name. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, so you want to move on to our next segment? Yes, next segment. Oscar nomination. So the Oscars are this upcoming Sunday, uh, February 24th. So we're gonna give our picks of uh some of the categories. So uh, most definitely we'll, best picture. Yeah. So um, let's start with uh best picture first. Um, let's see here. Well, what do you think is gonna? Who do you think is gonna win? Um, so best picture nominations are um, in alphabetical order. I'm reading this off of <laughs> <laughs> Black Panther, Black Klansman, hey. Bohemian Rhapsody, hey. The Favorite, Don't Know, Green Book, Maybe Roma, Ooh. A Star Is Born, mm. and Vice. Okay, before we start, give your hot take on A Star Is Born. Star, okay, so you can't you can't be having me give all these edgy hot takes. And, okay, so here's my hot take on a Star Is Born. I want you to talk all that stuff you was talking okay. before the podcast. Okay, so for some reason, keep that same energy. We have a podcast about reviewing stuff, and I haven't gotten to review a Star Is Born yet. Go ahead. And this movie has been nominated for everything. Yes, it's been nominated in the Oscars, the Grammys, Golden uh, the Golden Globes. Great actors. Everyone's talking about this movie like People it's the most amazing movie of all time. And, it, and it's a remake too. It's a it's, it's a third even, remake. It's it's like I a, don't think it's the best remake either. And here's and this is what I'm gonna say about the Star Wars. This movie is hot 
ass garbage. Ooh. This movie Hot is... take Halle full effect. Let's go. I went to the theaters to see this movie. I sat there and I was like, please, someone, give me anything to put me out of my misery. Please do me like Bradley Cooper did in this movie. AKA, oh, no. he killed himself. Oh. This movie was terrible. There. This movie had so much singing. This movie had... Oh my! I so you're know. not a fan of musicals, I'm assuming. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not a fan of musicals. I didn't know where this movie was going. I was like, this Did is. Did you just see the running. trailer before you watched? It was it? a long run movie. I had no idea what was going on. So um, you didn't watch the trailer. Obviously. I I don't remember watching the trailer. I remember hearing the song. I was like, oh, this song's cool. It was. They were talking about. Oh, Bradley Cooper did amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper showed up on set drunk as hell and just looked like he was drunk the whole movie. So he phoned this one in. He phoned this one. He was like, huh, huh. He grunted the whole movie. Lady Gaga was trying to do her... I don't know what she was trying to do. It was terrible. I don't know why this thing was nominated for anything. You know what? There's some good songs, yes. But this movie is hot garbage. I am sorry. This movie was terrible. I went to see this... This is the last... I regret going and buying a ticket to see this movie. Why didn't you just walk out and get a refund? I should have. And here's the thing. The person I saw with... Same sentiment. They thought this movie was long. She was like, this movie's way too long. I don't know why they did this. It was a waste of my Saturday. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. This wow. movie. Have I you, watch have you I rather I rather we seen and we see some terrible movies this here in theaters. Uh oh, actually, yeah, what's yeah. what is it? Robin um Hood? Robin Hood. We saw Robin Hood. That was a long movie. I'd rather sit through Robin Hood ten times than sit through this movie one time. Did you fall asleep doing it? What, this movie? Yeah. I don't remember. I think I think I don't think I fell asleep because I went to see it early in the day. Oh, okay. So I didn't even pay full price for this movie. Oh, I paid okay. mad name prices, bad, but still. <laughs> you want your five back? <laughs> so basically, this picture for me, if it wins best picture, you're gonna be hot. I would be very disappointed. I'll be very disappointed. And there's my take on a Star Is Born. Okay. Well, that was a lot. <laughs> So with that being said, who who do you think is gonna win uh, best picture? Uh, best picture probably a Star Is Born. <laughs> wow, they'll probably do that. Well, I think uh, I personally think Black Klansman should win. Okay. I thought, I thought that was an important movie, um, and it talked about a lot of the things that are going on now in our country. Uh, but I think Roma will win, even though I've never seen Roma, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I saw a lot of good things about Roma. Do you know what that's about? I do not. Unfortunately. It sucks that we are review cast and we haven't even seen Roma. Yeah, because it's on Netflix, ain't yeah. it? Yeah, it is on Netflix too. And that's another <laughs> It's on Netflix. But it's a foreign language. It's a foreign, film. so I'm going to have to read the subtitles. And it's black time. and white. Yeah. So I know my attention span, yeah. I probably wouldn't be able to sit through it. Yeah. Um, I might check it out one of these days. And to be honest, I don't know how some of these pictures are nominated. This year is really weird. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody was a good movie. Yeah, but it shouldn't be in that. Category. I don't know if it was Best Picture. Even, no, even no, like Black, even Black Panther, I could say. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how Black Panther's on Best Picture. I'm sorry. This guy. I mean, that's not even the best Marvel movie that came out last year. That's true. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised. Um, it was even the Avengers. second best Marvel movie that came out last year. Nah, it was. What was this? Avengers, uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh, I forgot. I forgot that was. Yeah, that is technically a Marvel movie. Yeah. I mean, but I mean now for yes, I, it's, it was very pop. It made a lot of money. It was very now, popular. I think. See, I think because I thought they were going to do another category of 
best like most like popular. Impact, yeah, yeah, because I didn't saying, think like, they, they were gonna saying, put yeah. like movies like Black Panther and um, Bohemian Rhapsody into this category. I don't know how. I think I think they're just doing that to make people watch, honestly. Because you know, normally this category yeah, it's a is lot full of, like, of indie, films like, that yeah, nobody yeah. has ever seen, yeah. and it's like these weird autistic films that people are like, "What is this?" <laughs> you said autistic. I mean, <laughs> autistic. My bad. I didn't even say that. Art- artistic. <laughs> Artistic films that nobody has has ever oh man ever seen you know what I'm saying so um, review has formal apology right there um but but nah like I mean uh I I mean I do hope like like a movie like Black Panther does get some type of recognition and then even I feel like um Bohemian Rhapsody will too where I think Rob, well I guess this could go into our next category. With, Lead actor? Uh, best actor, yeah. I think Rami Malek will win this one. Who okay, so uh, the nominees are Christian Bale and Vice, um, Bradley Cooper, Stars Born, <laughs> Willem Dafoe, uh, Green Goblin, Eternity Gate, uh, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, Viggo Mortensen, in The Green Book. Um, this one is hard. I think they'll probably give it to Rami Malek because he has some fake teeth in there and he had to do all that with a those chompers yeah. and then everybody like you know and he had a scene we talked about it too like that last scene when they were at live aid yeah he did a good job like yeah that was like scene per scene like the same thing and then another thing i don't know how bradley cooper got nominated this mm-hmm. guy literally went on in this movie he went on stage and pissed his pants mm-hmm. he was drunk the whole movie i'm sorry it doesn't so you take, don't think that takes much acting. it doesn't really take that much acting to be a drunk guy because uh-huh. you know why I can take two shots of whiskey and do the same thing he did in the movie. Uh, uh, uh. This is all he did. Uh, my father left me. Uh, uh, this. Oh my goodness. So uh. he was whining the whole movie. Oh my goodness, this movie was hot garbage. Mm. He was drinking the whole. In this whole movie, he didn't know. Okay, here's another thing. Uh-huh. In the span of this movie's four-hour runtime, for uh-huh. however long it was, uh-huh. he gave up drinking. He started drinking. You think he got better? Then he starts drinking again. It's like holy shit. I'm sorry for my language, but uh, come on, like, are you are you not, or are you going to give up drinking? Like, uh, I understand the realism in it, but uh, still, like, uh, don't put me through that torture of watching you uh, doing all this. Just stick to being rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> he did better in Avengers than he did in this. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? This <laughs> dude, raccoon. <laughs> rabbit. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, so yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, everybody, for uh, how's uh, this? This movie really got me outburst. like, like I can't believe they <laughs> made this ranked. movie and it got all this recognition. I understand he directed it, yes. Uh-huh. I mean, but he, I don't know. I just, I can't. I have to walk away from this. This is just too much. <laughs> Tell us about some other things that you don't like. <laughs> all right, uh, you want to do lead actress? Uh, no. yes, yes. Um. So, I think Lady Lady Gaga might. Be oh nice. my goodness! Or Glenn Close. I heard. I never, I didn't see the movie Glenn Close was in. But the wife. Yeah, I heard she might get it just because you know she's the OG. You know what? I hope Melissa McCartney wins. For what? Just because she's in this. Can you ever forgive me? I, I didn't see that movie, but I hope she wins just because. Why? Can you imagine they say Melissa McCartney just won lead actress? That would be wild. Over Lady Gaga in this performing. A star is born. I really hope so. Because I, I don't want to see Lady Gaga go there and bring her fake tears and say, Oh my goodness, you guys, this means so much to me. Like, she uh, gonna say that same meme that was on the oh, internet just uh, Bradley Cooper, about Bradley Cooper, how he chose her. That was hilarious. Oh my goodness. Um, so, alright. Alright. Best uh, original song. 
What you got for that one? Uh, original song. Can you uh remind me who's nominated? Oh, sorry, just kidding. Um, it is original song. So we have all the stars mm-hmm. from Black Panther. Yes, sir. I'll fight from RBG, the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins Returns. Shallow from A Star Is Born. Your favorite song. Uh, when a cowboy trades the Spurs in for for wings, from the ballad of Buster's Drugs. Um, Who you got for this? All the stars from Black Panther. Even though I didn't think it was supposed to be nominated for Best Picture, but hey, this song was great mm-hmm. because Kendrick and SZA did their thing. Did their thing. All right, so I got all the stars. I think. Oh my win. goodness. Okay, but good, good. I think Shallow will win. Oh my goodness. Because we're in the shallows now. I can't. I can't do this podcast anymore. Viewcast has gone offline. Why are you so frustrated? I don't know. Just thinking about this movie is so frustrating. Yeah, it's happy it's just so frustrating. Honestly, I might like it. Honestly, I might be like, this man tripping. If you, I don't know. If anybody else likes this movie, please Bro, let me know. Bro, you're the only person I know that didn't like it. I don't know why. Everybody else talks about it, and I'm just like, hmm. And really? I'm like, how didn't like it? But I know. I'm really, I'm watching all the reviews about it. They're talking about this movie like it's like sliced bread. It's like amazing. You know what, man? Dan the Man from Screen said it was odd. They said Bradley Cooper did an amazing job. They said Lady Gaga did Maybe we would have to see the all the other ones. I don't know. But you can't judge a movie because it just did better than the other two that they made like in the 70s and 80s. I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe that's the whole premise of the thing. I'm not sure. I never seen the other ones, so I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, any other categories you want to talk about? Yeah. Um, well, you want to talk about animated feature, right? Yeah, animated features. Um, what do we have for animated features? Um, Incredibles two, mm-hmm. Isle of Dogs, mm-hmm. Mirai, Ralph breaks the internet, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Um, obviously, you guys already know I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, so I hope that one wins, hands down. But probably Isle Dog's going to win because what? it's a Wes Anderson movie, and that movie was pretty good. You saw it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know They how. had the worst trailer of all time. I mean, some movies have bad trailers, but... That movie looked boring, bro. It was not that great, to be honest. But you I said mean, it was good. It was good, but it wasn't, like... I mean, they can't. What was it about? It was about these dogs. (laughs) I don't even want want to go into it. Who do you think is going to win? I think Into the Spider-Verse should win, but I think Incredibles 2 will win. I really hope Into the Spider-Verse. Disney bias. I really hope Into the Spider-Verse win. I mean, but Disney owns uh, Spider-Man 2. Oh, that's true. But Sony owns half of that, though. I mean, I liked Incredibles 2. Yeah. But I didn't, didn't think it was, think it was the, first the first one. one. No, yeah. I didn't think it was. I mean, the first one was groundbreaking. The first yeah. one was great, yeah. but to be honest, just like Into Spy versus uh, Groundbreaker. But I'm glad Incredibles two came out this year. They waited. They took their time and make sure it was done right. Mm-hmm. There was some funny scenes in it. No, though. yeah, like the whole Jack Jack thing and all that. that oh yeah, that funny. Jack Jack and Cardi B scene. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that we could watch it on Netflix right now. The funny scene was actually when they were in a diner, and then they brought. <laughs> remember. Uh, Violet, she was drinking her water. Oh, <laughs> yeah, homeboy came. Yeah, that was funny. I died in theaters when I saw that. That was funny. That was funny. Um, You want to do animated shorts? We don't have to do that one. I just want to give a shout-out to Bow. <laughs> I thought... Bow! The that movie was, that came on right before Incredibles 2. Yeah, that little animated short. I thought that was great. Um, That's all I have to say. That was but That little animated short was better than Star Wars Born. Okay. There we go. Okay. I'll take how in full effect this episode. I'll take how in full effect. All right. Any, anything else you want to discuss? 
Anything else you want to get off your chest? That's it. I think I gave I think I gave a little too much this episode. I'm sorry to all the listeners. I didn't mean to go off on that. Yeah, they didn't. They off didn't, on they my didn't tangent. Think, uh, you was like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we will move on to our final segment, picks of the week. Picks of the week, my favorite segment of the week. How um, do you have anything for this week? I don't have that much. I don't have that many picks this week. Um, I think my only pick would be probably. It wouldn't be a great pick, but um, Medici season two is out now on Netflix. Uh, the first season was great. Second season, I don't know what they're doing this season. They took a lot of the original cast off of it. What is that about? Uh, it's about the Medici family. You know, you okay. know the Medici family. They're a big rich family and in Italy back in the day. Okay. And they're influential in banking. They basically had a hand in everything. Okay. They're like their modern day. Uh, I don't even know who the modern day. Probably the the Trumps. I oh, guess that's the oh. closest I would say. Oh. Um, not a great comparison, right? Yeah, not a great comparison, but uh, they basically funded like the Rockefellers. Fund, no, that? Uh, the Medici family funded like you know a lot of the artists in during the Renaissance. They funded a lot oh, of artists. Oh, okay. Um, so, oh, that's cool. Without the Medici family, I think we wouldn't have a lot of art or music. So they stuff. like blue blood. So yeah, they they were they crazy rich. They owned the fa- They own like foreign, uh, like you know a lot of the banks and stuff like that. So they controlled everything. Actually, that name does ring a bell now. Uh, another picks of the week would be. Uh, Go ahead else? and give your real pick of the week. The one oh. You up about last oh yeah, week. yeah. So pick of the week this week. I have to say, um, going into the Grammys, uh-huh. we were like, this Casey Musgrove. Who is she? You know, yeah. what is it? I thought she was a pretty young lady. So she won. What, uh, she what best album uh, of the year? Well, yeah, best. So she album. won album of the year. And I went back and I went and listened to that album. Mm-hmm. And here it is, folks. I'm going to say, she deserved that album of the year. Because that album was great. Ooh, it was a great album. Hot takes are flying this episode. Um, each song in that album was very different uh-huh. from itself. And it was a country album, but it was more than just a country album. It had, a little, bit mix, had a little mix of everything. Mm-hmm. And I heard that she, was, she struggled to fit in in country music. Because she didn't really fit in that typical mold of country music she yeah. talked about a lot of different things so I can see that uh-huh. and she I guess she's been music, making music for a long time uh-huh. and she's finally getting her recognition now oh duh so I thought that album actually was great um and that's all I'm gonna say and I think it, it actually deserved that uh title okay album of the year I mean yeah the, the songs you played for me I thought they were they were pretty they were nice yeah and um that's enough for me for this episode because you know I said a lot. I said what I gotta say. So Zell, I'll leave it to you. All right. Your picks of the week. I know you have a list. Yes. Okay. So my first pick of the week is uh he's actually one of my 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 brothers in this this podcast game. Besides how um his name is Jason Johnson, and he has his TJP network, which is a part of Anchor and is also on uh Spotify. Uh, Google and Apple and with this network he has shows like Trust the Process which is how I got into the podcast game um, side note he actually was uh, one of my friends that I did college radio with we had a few shows together and he brought me in to the whole podcast game with uh, Trust the Process which I helped him with for a little while and uh, we still talk you know he's one of my good friends and we still give each other advice and all that and I'm really proud of him so yeah, stress the process, live from the treehouse, and it's a thin line. And uh, all the shows are, are really great and motivational um, and uh, just very entertaining. So uh, you guys go check that out. Uh, next, you have So Far Gone, re-released by Drake. I mean, I can't believe it's been 10 years since So Far Gone. Um, it feels like, you know, just yesterday. Uh, I remember when, when Drake first came out, 
I remember people kept on talking about Drake, Drake. And I, at first, I don't know who, I thought they were saying like Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, Dr. Dre don't sing, no. And they were like, nah, Drake from Degrassi. I'm like, I don't watch Degrassi. I don't know Will who Degrassi Jimmy. is. Yeah. So then I remember the first song I heard from him was Best I Ever Had. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I like that song a lot. I mean, when I first heard it, I thought it was cool. He kind of reminded me of Wayne with his Had LeBron cosign. You know, but uh, the song that really made me a fan of Drake was Uptown. That was my joint. Um, so I say Uptown is one of my favorite songs off of there. Um, and of course, like, you know, songs like Successful and uh, A Little Bit and all that. So it's just dope and very nostalgic uh, just going back and listening to it. I've been listening to it a lot lately. So definitely go check that out. Um, and then a few weeks ago, Ariana Grande put out her new album, uh, uh, Thank You, Next. And uh, some of the songs I liked off of there were uh, Fake Smile and um, Ghosting, which uh, some people are saying is about uh, Mac Miller. So uh, those two songs are really dope. The whole album's pretty, pretty cool, too. So go check that out. Um, next, uh, Alicia Keys, Raise a Man, a really dope song. Uh, Caramel Remix uh, by uh, Lloyd, Feature City Girls, dope. Butterfly. Wait, 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 wait. What? They came out with a remix of that? Yeah. Why? What, City Girls? Yeah, to give it more buzz. What you mean? Of course, that's what That song was great. Yeah. Caramel by, by Lloyd was great. That whole um little album was very no that Lloyd that Lloyd that, that album is fun that Lloyd album is really really good. dope really dope I really love the intro of that album too um yeah so next uh Kaylani I got two Kaylani joints on here from her her mixtape while we wait which is dropping on Friday uh which we're gonna be reviewing that on the next one um but yeah Butterfly by Kaylani and Nunya by Kaylani featuring Don Kennedy both both dope tracks definitely reminds me of um. When I first started listening to Kaylani, mixtape Kaylani, you know what I'm saying? Cloud 19, all that good stuff. Um, next, we have uh, Mushroom Chocolate uh, by Quinn featuring Black, which they're actually in a relationship that's Black's girlfriend. So they linked up on this song, and it's a, it's a dope vibe. Um, next, uh, Preach by John Legend. The great pronunciator is back with another anthem mm-hmm. for for your grandma, your ma, and you. <laughs> um Red Room by Offset. Uh, I really like this video. The video actually made me appreciate the song a lot more. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, Hal knows I'm really excited about Offset's uh, solo album. I've been saying for for years now that Offset's the best Migo. Hot take. And I stand by that. And he's going to prove it on Friday why he's the best. And the album is only... only The only production on there is from Metro... And from uh, Southside, so you know the album about to be crazy. I'm I'm really looking forward to that album. Um, next, uh, Close Friends by Lil Baby. He just recently put out a video for this song. I think that song is is great. I love that song. I think it's a vibe. I think it's gonna be a real big hit for him. Um, next, uh, Please by Cardi B featuring Bruno Mars. The dynamic duo is back with another '90s feel that will get you feeling good. So go check that one out. Um, next is a song I just heard, and it's funny, I've been talking to my friends, like, man, when Big Sean about to come back? And Big Sean's back with a feature, and it's called Balance by, um, I Swear, um, featuring him, himself, Big Sean. And, uh, this song is dope, it's hard. Uh, from what, from what, uh, one of my friends was telling me, it's a real, like, Detroit type of joint, because I Swear is, like, a local Detroit act. Um, but it's good, I'm glad to hear Big Sean is back, man. You know, I was worried about him, you know, after, you know, Janae, you know, broke up with him. So, 
glad to see that he's back doing music, you know, and he's sounding good as usual. I think Big Sean's mad underrated, so I'm looking forward to underrated? his next project. Yeah, I think he's, he's not underrated. underrated. He's he's properly rated. No, nah, he's underrated. Anything, How, How's <clears throat> because he blew up on them. You know how I don't like when his favorite artist blew up on them. Besides J. Cole. That's the only way he liked that blew up. Hey, because <laughs> um, he's he's still doing it. He's keeping it. He's, he's, he blew up, but he still, you know, he keeps still, it. Okay. He still keeps a J. Cole. I feel you, I feel you. Uh next, you know, we don't cuss on this show. So, well, I did. I'm sorry about that. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> so the next song is uh TI's uh diss toward <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. And uh, the name of the song is F and then in the words. <laughs> <laughs> song is fire, though. Song is super fire. And uh, shout out to uh, T.I., man. I really T.I. is uh, in my top five rappers of all time. Um, and I just love his trajectory. I love what he's doing out there. Just, you know, uh, just standing up, you know, for, for black folks out there with the whole Gucci situation and all that. So um, salute to T.I. And also mentioning T.I., I, I, I forgot to mention T.I., on our um, 2018 review show, which was our first episode, um, Dime Trap was uh, one of me and uh, Howe's favorite albums of last year. Very underrated album. It just showed that T.I. is very consistent. It still has it out here. And um, it can still put out great content. Um, next, we have another thing that I forgot to mention on uh, that first episode, Snowfall. Snowfall is one of my favorite shows of last year. Uh, it's it's just about like the whole um, the the war on drugs epidemic, but from the perspective of uh, kids in California and you know what the government had going on there and all that stuff. Uh, really really dope show, um, produced by uh, John Singleton. Um, so I uh, encourage all you guys to go check it out. Um, and lastly but not least, uh, this is a shameless plug. Um, like last Sunday. I celebrated uh, four years since I uh, published my first poetry book, The Experience. So for all you guys that like to read and like poetry, like like hip-hop and all that, definitely go check out my first book, The Experience, um, by my alias, A.E. Charles. Uh, it's on Barnes & Nobles and uh, on uh, Amazon as well. So uh, that's all I got for Picks of the Week. Hope you guys uh, go check that out and hope you guys enjoyed the show for today. Yeah, uh, thanks, Del, for your wonderful picks of the weeks, as always. Um, you know, I don't have that any picks, so, you know, Zell always picks up the, the, the load for me on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, hopefully we'll be back next week. Uh, do you know what we're going to review next week? Yeah, or? next week we're going to be reviewing uh, Offset's solo album, uh, Kehlani's uh, new mixtape. And, you know, possibly if Dreamville drops their... Uh, you know, long-awaited uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 3 album. So next week, we'll mainly be focusing on music. Yeah, so it'll be a musical week next week. I'm um, excited about So no TV, no movie, unless something crazy drops. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll also be giving our hot takes on the, uh, not the Grammys, but the Oscars. Um, yeah, so if Stars Born runs anything, you probably won't hear me back. Next week because I'll probably be very he'll, upset. He'll be, he'll and be give sad, up, crying, give, give up on the media industry as a whole. So <laughs> as always, I'm Hal. This is Zell. And thanks for listening to ReviewCast, and we are out. Peace. Peace.